Northland Outdoors Radio. You are hooked right in the ears with Northland Outdoors Radio. I'm Brett Amundsen. My next guest is man enough to fish out of a pink boat. There's only one. He also cooked up 50 pounds of crayfish last weekend. He's Jamie Dittman. Jamie, what's up outdoors? Not much. Fishing, fishing. See what I did there? Yeah, I did see it. What I, I see did. it. <laughs> uh, he's a guy with S&W bait, and he's also a writer, write, uh, writes for the Brainer Dispatch, the What's Up Outdoors column. Those crayfish, by the way, last weekend were awesome. It was a, it was a lot of fun, something different. Where'd they come from? Why, why did you have them? Had a graduation party for a friend of mine in Park Rapids, and... He ordered entirely too much. <laughs> so we ended up having crayfish boils all around the state. You get, basically, they ship them up in a in a styrofoam cooler. Yep, with all your seasonings and stuff, and you throw in all your vegetables, whatever you want, boil them up, and it's a party. He ordered 100 pounds of crayfish. You had 50 pounds of it. What, is that, what, is, what does it cost to do something like that? It's like 400 bucks for 100 pounds delivered next day air and everything so it's not wow. bad i mean it's and it's uh it's a lot of fun to watch people try to eat them <laughs> yeah, well there is a little bit of a yeah. you have to get get the the hang of it a little yeah, bit and you actually lose calories eating crayfish <laughs> so. tell us how you cooked them uh, i just uh we did added corn or first potatoes then corn and then crayfish all in a in a louisiana boil mix um and actually, you know, none of the vegetables were fishy. It was all Cajun. It was really good. Yeah, corn was awesome. Yeah, the corn. I'm going to make corn like that from now on. So you basically took your, your big old turkey fryer, fill it with water and yep, boil? Yeah, turkey cooker, put three quarters full of water and add in the seasoning and get her boiling. Just boiled her up. Yep. And then how long did you just dump them in? You, now you, did you season them in the cooler? Nope, just in the, you got to purge them in the cooler. You got to add salt and, and uh, clean them that way. Cleans out their everything on them. Okay. So while they're in the cooler, dump a little salt on them. Then you just grab a bucket full and dump them in the water. Yep. Throw them in. That's it. It's easy to do. You just put the seasoning in the, in the boil. Yep. It's like a pound of seasoning per, per, per okay. fill the pot. So it boils up with the seasoning yep. and all right. Jamie Dittman, our guest here, Northland Outdoors Radio, talking about cooking up 50 pounds of crayfish. Crayfish. For some reason, I started talking like this. <laughs> I was down in Louisville. It was Cajun Extra country. Do some gumbo. Yeah, that's right. That's right. It, was, uh, it was delicious. Uh, Jamie, last couple of weeks, you've had that pink boat out in the water. First, you were up at Veterans on the Lake in Ely. Yep. We spent a week up there. Um, it was their 50th anniversary uh, for their veterans fishing trip. So we took out 35 veterans for a few days and had uh, some dinners and stuff and fish fries, of course. Um, ton of little walleyes, crappies, northerns, and we caught a lot of fish. Well, for, let's back up for a minute. You said 50th anniversary of their veterans trip? Yep, they do a trip every year. Um, it's uh, all, um, yep, all disabled veterans from around the state. They bring a bus up, I believe, from the St. Cloud VA. And uh, all these guys have been coming up for years, and it's their, their vacation they get to take. That's a pretty unique place up there, isn't it, Veterans on the Lake? It's a really neat place, and it's big, a lot of cabins. Um, a lot of them are handicap accessible, and it's, it's basically to make the, the outdoors accessible to anybody. And, and part of the deal is because the area that they're in, they basically got an exemption to have the resort where they're at. It's made up of two, two resorts that were uh, basically bought up and put together. And uh, because they of where they are at, they're allowed to operate if their their clientele are essentially a percentage of it is veterans. Yep. So if you get, a veteran goes there, he gets a really good deal. And if if me or you want to go, we can still go and stay at the resort also. 
Veterans on the Lake in Ely. It's a cool place. And fishing was pretty good. How did you fish up there? Uh, jigging a minnow. And yeah, basically jigging a minnow for walleyes and crappies. A lot of little walleyes, nothing big, but a lot of nice crappies and some pike and perch. And it was a lot of fun. That's Fall Lake up there? Yep, right on Fall Lake, about five miles out of Ely. Yeah, on the east side. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. That's beautiful up there this time of year, too. The bugs weren't out yet. And perfect. Really neat. Uh, it's a great area up there. Jamie Dimmon, our guest on Northland Outdoors Radio. And uh, Jamie, Monday night, I was down in Isle, and the DNR was there. The, uh, what is it? It's like the Malax Fisheries Advisory, Advisory Council. Council. Yeah, there was a meeting going on, and the public was invited. We went there. Also, Glyphwick was there. If you know who Glyphwick is there, they're the intertribal agency committed to implementing off-reservation treaty rights on behalf of 11 Ojibwe member tribes. So it was good. I, I didn't know that they were going to be there. I think they, they, their um, appearance at that meeting surprised a few people. Uh, a lot of people were happy because it's the, the advisory council is made up of a lot of the, the area's business owners, uh, the launch operators, the guides, yep. the resort owners, things like that. People that have an economic you know, stake in the game. Yeah, people. they make their living around the area. So, um, I, I, you know, it was nice to see the, the tribe there at Glyphwick there and to be able to get their perspective on things, let them have a dialogue between them. Because uh, when, you, when you're dealing with this many different, you know, agencies and emotions and resources and the big walleye factory of Mille Lacs, there's a lot, there's a lot going on there. And it was, it was interesting to hear Glyphwick talk about their thoughts on the lake and what they're doing to help management. And I know the tribes get a bad rap as far as, you know, the netting goes, but there's so much going on there from uh, forage issues at times to predation, the, the invasive species, the, the clear water. I've spoken to the DNR. I've spoken to anglers. I've sp- spoken to property owners, guides. Everybody I speak to, Jamie's got a different opinion on what is going on over there. Um, what, what was, what's causing the, the decline of the walleyes? A number of things. I don't know. What I do know is that resorts and launch services are struggling. They're angry. They're going out of business. Property owners who moved to Mille Lacs for, to fish for walleyes are angry. I spoke to a couple of people that bought places on the lake to go there because they could retire there, fish for walleyes, and they are mad right now. They're not happy. They're, I heard the word depressed a number of times. Uh, their property values have dropped so much that they can't really afford to move somewhere else if they want to yeah. retire and live on a lake and fish for walleyes. They want to see some changes on the lake. They want to see the walleye population come back. The bass fishing is unbelievable. They don't, necessarily, they don't want it to turn into a bass lake necessarily. They want to have some walleyes. Of course, there's a, a huge number of bass fishermen out there that love Mille Lacs. It's a trophy uh, smallmouth bass fishery. It's such a delicate situation, but the good news is that it looks like the decline on walleyes has leveled off. We're on the right path to get it fixed, it seems. And this year, the fishing so far on Mille Lacs has been unbelievable. And Jamie, you can attest to that. You fished Mille Lacs during the, the Trolling for Troops event. Yep, we were out there Friday and uh, the wind was out of the south and we went up to the north end, only boat in the access. And literally 50 yards out from the launch, we started catching fish. And I had two other veterans in the boat and Danny Thompson from Garmin. And literally we went through a pound of leeches. It was <laughs> walleyes and smallies and triples and doubles all day. Wow. How many fish do you think you caught? It, I don't know, 60 to 80 fish. And it was a mix of walleyes and smallmouth? Yep. Fish in the same area, the same presentations. And it was unbelievable. 
and I've actually had a couple tournament directors call me this week that run tournaments on Mille Lacs, and they said their numbers have never, I mean, it's taking a seven pound average to win a tournament. Hmm. They said, we've never seen numbers this good. Well, that, and that's bringing up a lot of questions. People are wondering, I heard this question many times Monday night talking with the DNR. I asked Brad Parsons about this. I said, why, why, uh, if, if it's said that the numbers are so low, why is fishing so good right now? And he said, well, there's a couple of reasons that could be. And part of it is, you know, fish could be hungry out there because of the, the way the forage is. And it's a lot easier to catch hungry fish. Uh, when the water warms up, is, is the fishing is still be, still be that good. And, and hopefully numbers are starting to come back. There's, it's so hard to say. What what walleyes were you catching out there? We caught basically every year class um, from 12 inches to 23 inches. We didn't get any big ones that day. But they said in the tournaments, too, they're keeping track. And every year class is there. They're catching. There's nothing missing in all the tournament results as far as sizes. And, uh, you know, the typical thing will be, will it slow down when it gets warm? But even if it does, every lake slows down when it gets warm. So... I think there's a few more fish in there. I mean, I was hesitant to say, but I, it's pretty amazing lake right now. Well, I, I'm glad I'm not in charge of managing it. No, no. And there's a lot of conspiracy theories out there yeah. about what's wrong, but we'll just see. I'm a glass half full guy. I like to think that everybody that's involved is doing, you know, they're doing the right things to try to make that a better situation and, and, um, you know, bring the walleye population back, bring the businesses back and, and do it right. So fingers crossed that is uh, what's going on. And, and hopefully we'll see some positive changes over there. One way or the other, if you want to catch a lot of fish, go to Mille Lacs, yeah. go there and fish and support the local businesses because you're going to catch a ton of fish. Uh, you're going to catch, you know, you can still catch big smallmouth out there. I, I, you know, I know you didn't catch any big walleyes, but I know big walleyes are getting caught out yep. there. Uh, so fish, fishing is uh, great. And even if you can't, I like eating walleye, don't get me wrong, but Hey, you can catch crappies over there if you want to catch some fish to eat yep. and, and bring home. So go, go catch some walleyes, go catch some smallies and go catch a couple crappies to put in the, put in the frying pan and, and everybody wins. Yep. And you know, we you know, stopped in the local businesses. We stopped at Tut's Bait, got some tackle and they told us what they went what they've been seeing, what worked well and, you know, used, Miramar's boat launch. I mean, those people there, they can use every dollar they can get. So go spend a day there and you'll have a great day. You're going to catch a pile of fish. All right. Jamie Dittman, if somebody wants to get in the boat with you on a guided fishing trip, how do they get a hold of you? Just call SW Bait and SW Guide Service and tell me you want to go with Jamie. Have you heard of the Youth Hunter Education Challenge? It's put on by the NRA and it's coming to our area. Eddie Herndon will join us next to talk about it. Hey, anglers, looking for a destination where walleyes, fresh air, and fish fries are a way of life? Look no further than the famous waters of Lake of the Woods. From Bedette and the Rainy River to the main lake up to the Northwest Angle. Here, you'll enjoy the best walleye catch rate in the state. Maybe you'll pursue world-class sturgeon, pike, or muskies. Plus, you'll find lots of full-service resorts offering charter boats, delicious meals, and lots of Minnesota nice. Come experience the walleye capital of the world. Come experience Lake of the Woods. Catch the details at lakeofthewoodsmn.com. Landradar.com is a website to remember. Find the most extensive information about potlatch land at landradar.com. And right now, landradar.com has a northern Minnesota game farm for sale. Over 1,000 acres of fields and forest land, a lodge, five cabins, kennels, and an expansive home on the lake. Ideal habitat for deer, bear, and upland birds. Or just enjoy hiking, horseback riding, or on ATVs. To learn more, call 866-403-LAND. Visit landradar.com a part of Close Converse Properties. You're listening to Northland Outdoors Radio.